Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
Hey, yo, you know, that song really knocks me out, you know. One, two. Happy February 20th, everybody. It's Monday night. It's a warm Monday night here on the uh, East Coast in the Philadelphia area. Um, kind of different for February, but we'll take it. I'll take a warm day over an icy day any day of the week. How about you? <laughs> You're listening to Chris Kelly from 80s TV here live on Totally Driven Entertainment Radio. Um, the number to call in tonight is the same as it is every week, and that number is 718-508-9883. Uh, we have a little bit of a late start tonight. Um, I was at a, a viewing for a friend's father a little while ago. Um, may he rest in peace. And I appreciate anybody who's tuning in and who waited to tune in. Um, we have a, lot, a couple things to talk about tonight. We're going to feature them the, the topic, uh, 1981. Just a couple of deaths um, in the news this week uh, related to the 80s, some from the 70s, of course, as well. And we're going to go over those. But I have a good friend on the line I'd like to see uh, first. Her name is Gina Marie Scorsone. Gina, are you there? Here, my friend. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Oh, um, I'm broken right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> Why? What happened? <laughs> no, I decided to, uh, the last week I've um, completely have changed my whole regimen, completely have gone completely organic and gluten-free and non-GMO and working out. And today I did my first five-mile hike in a while. And I so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. But um, it's uh, now I and then I was like continuing on all day long. Went grocery shopping, went to Costco, and now like my whole body is like sore. So I'm actually laying down with the eating pad talking to you <laughs> with a cup of tea. I'm like, you know, I'm like the, I feel like an old lady. I think it's the weather. I uh, it inspired me yesterday too to hit the gym. I hadn't been to the gym for probably six months, and I am sore today. I know it sucks getting old, doesn't it? I, I just it, it just does. sucks. Oh it my does. god! And the and the older we get, the worse it gets. I mean, I was like, I'm 45 and I feel like I'm just I feel like I'm 90 right now. I feel like every minute goes by faster and faster every year. It's like the, I yeah. can't believe it's February 20th. We just got well, did we just have Christmas like a week ago. It's like what, what yeah, the hell I know. happened here? Tell me about. And then tomorrow is uh. Tomorrow is going to be the six-year anniversary of my mom's passing, and I'm like, where the hell did this play? Like, I'm like, six years already? Like, it's like I blinked, and the last seven years have just flown by. I, I don't even know. It's it it, it is. It's all, the older we get, the faster the time goes. Oh it's just gosh. horrible. It, it is. I was trying to get my friend Gina to co-host with me tonight because uh, anybody's listening for Lily and Lillian is in transit tonight. Um, who knows where she's at tonight? Sometimes she's in Europe. Sometimes she's in Spain. Sometimes she goes to Mars. But she always comes okay. back. <laughs> She'll be back next week, everyone. She just wanted to send some love. What does uh, she, she do for a living that she travels like this? She's Lillian from Dancing on Air. <laughs> Lillian, she's all over the place. Still dancing but, on I Air, mean, literally, though, now. <laughs> no, but, I mean, seriously, and all kidding aside, like, what, I mean, th- is this what she does for, her, uh, for a living? Like, she travels for her job? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she does a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's a, it's a lot of different things. You're gonna have to. Right, answer I want, I want that job. <laughs> if I would have had a little more notice, I would have definitely co-hosted the whole night long. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, uh, it was the last bit of travel thing she did. So, yeah, next time yeah, I, I want you to call and, and split it with me. Um, yeah, no problem. But, yeah. but um, so, what's the Speaking topic nice tonight, weather. 1981? Yeah, what, what do you got? Do you remember anything about 1981? Yeah, I was 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember at 10? Anything? I mean, honestly, what, 10 was what, fifth grade? Yeah. So, well, 81, I, um, I'm trying to remember. Um, mm-hmm. it's those awkward years, um, <laughs> you know, starting to develop into the, the tween years. Right. Um, right. Starting to sprout, I call it. <laughs> yeah. <so, laughs> I'd already sprouted. We were, we, were, we started already, off in teens I was already and then we turned into sprouts. <laughs> yeah. I, I was a, I was a fast bloomer and nicknamed what? Boom, boom at that point. <laughs> Talk about being humiliated. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know what what the movies that came out in 1981. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I got my list up here somewhere. IMDb. Raiders of the Lost Ark was a number one movie in 1981. Stripes. Oh, love that movie. My dad let us watch it. Yeah, I loved too. American Werewolf in London. Oh my god, that movie was like my first horror flick. Let me get that song oh. up real quick. Do you remember that song? Yeah. American Werewolf in London? Yeah. American Werewolf in London. I forget the name of this guy who sings it. He passed away too. He's a great, great singer, but I can't think of his name right yeah. now. I'll tell you one second. Song. Yeah, they play that on, um, on Sirius XM. I hear that song a lot. Warren Zevon. Yeah, there you go. I know it was, a, it was an uh, unusual name. Um, that was one, that to, to this day, I would say American Werewolf in London is still one of my all-time um, um, classic cult movies that I have to watch. <laughs> like horror it, cult it, movies. Oh my gosh! I, it was here. Here's the song. There you go. <laughs> Werewolf in London. London. I don't want to turn off the go. Yeah. Did they didn't even play this in the movie, I don't think. Hold on, I'm blasting it too loud. What's that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, said they didn't, I don't think they even played this movie, that song in the movie. No, maybe real brief. I don't think they did either. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I just remember the transformation. Probably you too. Go ahead. No, the guy. No, the guy that played in the movie. Mhm. Um, well, both those guys. Oh God, I can't think of the name. The one guy used to be on the um, on a show called Making It on ABC on Friday nights. And oh, the wow. other guy, I think the other guy. Is also he was um um damn it what's his name he he was in that he was in who's that girl with Madonna oh Christ who's that girl yeah who's that girl who's that girl um <laughs> but I'll never forget that that guy David something 
who I I think he was the werewolf. I can't remember who was the werewolf now, but I remember the two guys. They like you know they later on went to do other things, but the one guy was in that show making it. I'll never forget mm-hmm. it because I used to watch it every Friday night on ABC. <laughs> Sounds dirty, making it. No, it wasn't. It was just about <laughs> what were they making? Like it was just trying to make it in the industry. He was trying to make it in the, oh, okay, okay. It was either the music industry or the uh-huh. acting industry, but it was the song, and the theme song was, I'm making it, this time I'm doing, I'm making it. And that's, that was oh, the yeah, song. I remember that. Remember that song? That, that was the TV show. I, I do remember <laughs> that. Um, let me find that. It was David Naughton is the name of the actor. Yes, there so you the, go. And then the other guy. There we go. Uh-huh. Who's the other guy? I don't have my computer on. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, I like dancing. Love it. Okay. Yep, that was the theme song. Making it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> solid gold. Yeah. Solid gold. Oh, my God. oh, I loved solid gold. Solid gold dancers, man. They were great. That was on what? Um, 29? I believe before so. Before it was Fox mm-hmm. 29? <clears throat> mm-hmm. When there was only three UHF channels? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I do remember what happened in 1981. <laughs> the most historic thing that ever happened in 1981. What? Do you remember? MTV. Oh, yes. I remember MTV watching it. MTV <clears throat> And we didn't have cable yet. Awesome. Oh, so what did you and do? I, did you watch it at a friend's house? I remember seeing it at my aunt's house because she had cable. We were too poor to have cable. <laughs> wow. Ironically, hey, I wasn't about this house when I saw it. Mm-hmm. We actually, um, when we were such big Flyers fans mm-hmm. in our house and still are to this day, but our neighbor, Buzzy and Barb, because we lived on Wilson Drive in Upper Darby. And we mm-hmm. lived in a twin home, so we shared a driveway. And our neighbor Barb and Buzzy had they had cable, and they had prism. Mm-hmm. So my neighbor Buzzy used to run the wire from his house, <laughs> the oh cable wire, to put it in our house, and we'd all sit and watch the fire skates at my house. <laughs> yeah, that's when we were like rigging all all that we call it, the cable. It was just so funny. Or he would rig it to the outside. It was nice out, and it was during the playoffs. He would bring uh-huh. um, the TV, because he worked for La- um, Tony Ferraro. Remember Tony Ferraro down in um, off of Haverford Avenue in West Philly? Yeah. Near St. Mm-hmm. Calistus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he worked for Tony Ferraro Appliances, and um, oh so he had TVs and stuff, and he had it outside in the garage, and we would have neighborhood gatherings in our, what do you call it, in our driveway. We would have a coffee oh table, and my mom would make the coffee and have the Edmonds co- <laughs> the Edmonds oh, I, lo- I love the coffee Edmonds cake. cookies. Yeah, yeah, I love them. Yeah, and we would have like you know viewing parties outside outside in the in the driveway because he would break mm-hmm. the the cable wire out into the garage. I'm telling you, we used to have. I had the best childhood. I mean, I have to say, 1981. I was 10 years old, and I still just remember it. Fondly, just remember like all the good times where we used to go outside and play, and our neighbors mm-hmm. were our family, and everybody was respectful. And uh, right nowadays, those days are long it. gone. Those days forget are long it. gone. 
You know, do you remember when you used to go outside and ride your bike for hours upon hours? And then I know at my house, my father would whistle and you hear that from three miles away and you come running. Mm-hmm. There was none of this. Like kids today can't do that. They just can't no. do that. No. Like you, you have your girls. You can't like just send them out and then, you know. Kimmy, I want them to go three feet away from me. To forget yeah, it. exactly. Like mm-hmm. I'm like when I'm with my nephews and my niece and my friends' kids. Like I don't keep them. Uh, like they're in my sight at all times. Mhm. And it's scary. Just it's just a, a scarier world. They just uh, it is it is. Uh, but the speaking of which, there was a famous uh, missing kid case. Remember eating pats in a. Uh, in New York, they finally convicted uh, the guy last week of... Um, Wait, what? Do you remember the story? They made a movie about it. Um, Eaton Pats is the kid's name. It's Eaton. It was uh, E-T-A-N. His last name was Pats. Okay. Um, he went missing in New York. It's a famous, famous story. And they finally... They made a movie about it um, in the 80s. Um, but they never solved it. So finally, after all these years, it's been four, 1979, so just before 1980. Um, he, the poor kid, he begged his mom to let him walk to school, um, you know, for the first time on his own. So she finally gave him oh, a walk for the first time. Oh, I do time, remember this story. And he never came home. And he's like one of the right. first kids ever on the on the milk cartons. So what happened was apparently some creepy guy in a, in a store along the, the route grabbed him. And I guess... Uh, um, strangled him and then disposed of his body, the poor kid. And um, but he was never a suspect until a couple of years back. They tried him as a hung jury, then they tried him again and they got him. And I think just last week it was uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Oh my god! But After it was all those years. Oh my now. god! Yeah. But now it's like everywhere, every corner, there's somebody getting kidnapped. It's horrible. It's like leave leave people's kids alone, will you? Um, yeah, well, you have all those predators out there. But I kind of yeah, feel the like there was more sick. kids being kidnapped back then than there is today. I don't know. Maybe we're just so sanitized to it. Now. I, don't, I don't know. It's just uh, but they well, should, maybe they should it was come a, down tougher. We didn't have Am- we didn't have Amber Alert and everything. I feel like kids are more. I I don't know. I just feel like I feel like growing up, I see a lot of kids on milk cartons. Mm-hmm. But, but then he's, again, he's today one of the start of it. Mm-hmm. That's weird. You know, That's they weird. just need to kill people. I'm sorry. They should put the life, uh, what do you call it, uh, death penalty. You touch a kid, I don't care what it is. If you mess oh, with somebody's I mean, kid, you're listen, gone. I'm very Catholic, and I'm all about forgiving yeah. and all that stuff and rehabilitation. Yeah. But you, mm-hmm. kill a, you kill a child, yeah. absolutely, you're being no – there's nothing. You're, you're just tried, you're convicted, and you're going to be yeah. hung, shot, killed, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or lock them up with the individual. parents. Mm-hmm. For 24 hours, chain them up with the parents have at them. And, it's, uh, mm. and if they don't walk out of there, they never walk out. I'm sure that would be the yeah, case in most cases. Uh, and, uh, I happen to The parents that. would never. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what else happened in 81. So, yeah, that was a big thing. So, MTV, that was the big thing. And what was the what was the very first video that was debuted when a, oh, uh, MTV aired? What? Oh, I, I love it. It was the Buggles. The video killed yeah. the radio show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now you find yourself. Where's that song? Yep. We'll do that before you go. Let me find it real quick. Radio killed um, the radio star. The Buggles. Yeah. It was a cool video, too. I like the video. 
I want my MTV. That was the big slogan. I hate this. Every time I put on someone on YouTube, I got to go through this commercial first. Here it is. Oh, I know. You have to go through the advertising. What is that? Like a synthesizer? Oh, I forget what they use. Yeah, some kind of echo effect. Yeah. That's crazy. I love that song. That is crazy. I ask um, everybody that. I'm like, yeah, oh, you're a big 80s person. What was the very first video aired on MTV? Surprise! <laughs> how many people don't know it. <laughs> and then they say All you're right. just full of useless knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> well, what other big movies better. were out that day? Oh, that yeah, year? you got time. I'll go through it with you. Let's see what I got. I got a ton of them here. Hold on. Um, we have... Where's my list? I have a good list right here. IMDb 1981. We have Excalibur. Do you remember that? No. About King Arthur. Um, Escape from New York with Kurt Russell. Yeah, I mean, I vaguely remember that. I saw it maybe once. Class of the Titans was another good one. Oh, remember Class of the Titans? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Wasn't that with Larry, uh, Harry Hamlin? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I still remember. That was so. That was creepy. And the Medusa. Love. That was Medusa. Mm-hmm. Right. It was really cool. I love the, yeah. the snakes in their head, where you know they turn everything to stone and all that crazy yeah. stuff. We got we got Mommy Dearest. Oh no my God! Wire hangers. I can never. I watched that movie twice, and I will never watch it again. It creeps me out. <laughs> Did you say Endless uh, Love? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love, well, my mom wouldn't Brooke let me Shields. see that movie because there was nudity involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, here's another movie for nudity for uh, for young. I know for young men they loved it. Uh, Porky's came out in 1981. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> we, we, I got the greatest. Story I know about that tallywhacker has a mole. <laughs> <laughs> I got this greatest story. So we're at my aunt's house. And it was like the holidays, and she obviously had cable. Mm-hmm. And so we're all, all of us grandkids. Now, I'm number nine. I have 18 grandchildren, okay? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there had to be at least, there was probably at least 10 of us, the older ones, okay? Well, probably nine. Mm-hmm. I was probably, was, yeah. So it was me, me and then all the older ones on up. And we're all around the TV. No, because my father wasn't there. So it was younger ones, too. And we're mm-hmm. watching the TV. We're watching pork. And all the adults are downstairs in the basement. Anyway, my grandmother, my Italian grandmother, who spoke no English, she is sitting in the chair. <laughs> Nobody realizes she's <laughs> sitting there. And she's watching it. And it's the part where they have the, the, the guy's junk through the... Um, the little hole, the hole, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and honest to God, we were all like laughing, carrying on, and all of a sudden, I see her, my grandmother, in Italian, screaming, "Oh, Maron!" And she's like, "Oh, look at his penis! It's so big!" Oh my God! <laughs> we were like, "Oh my God! Oh my God!" Like, non is here. <laughs> no one is watching. Is with us? <laughs> <laughs> Hold your ears. Cover your eyes. Oh my god! Turn the channel oh off. 
friend and I will never forget. My father comes in. What are you kids watching? <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother's explaining what she saw. Oh my god! It was the funniest damn thing in the world. We still, we still talk about that movie all the time. Uh huh. It's it a great movie. Like an movie with my grandmother. That was real good. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. God rest her soul. Oh, Lord. So one of our oh our, our, our friend, Mike, Magic Mike, who's uh, our engineer tonight, says he had a great movie in 1981. What is it, Mike? I shot him six times. Sheriff, I shot him six times. Halloween 2. Oh, oh. there you go. Yeah, I wasn't much of a Halloween fan, to be honest with you. <laughs> I saw I saw Halloween one. That was about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, fell, I was gonna say I fell in love with uh, the Halloweens and uh, you know Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasance and mm-hmm. just the just you know just as a kid, you know that was my scary movie. That was my he's coming for me. You know, they, I, and I always was. Yeah, no, I get scenes. it, Mike. You know, you get Did it. You like it's a like lot of... uh, what you were saying, right? It's like what you were talking about earlier about your one of your, um, you know, scary movies that that got you. You know. Well, I mean, did, were you a big? Are you a big scary movie fan now? I'm a big horror. I'm. A, I love horror. Anything. Yeah, you say yeah, you're I'm horror hor- versus scary. Gotcha. See, I'd rather yeah, be scared I... than horror. Here's one. What's the difference? I was going to say, what's the difference? What's the difference? Because horror Mm -hmm. is more of the Friday the 13th horror. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. More of the Friday the 13th that we call the Halloweens, the Freddy Kruegers. The scary movies are more, and the John, this is the genre, is scary movies are more like the American Werewolf in London, Jaws. um, um, oh, oh God, I can't even think of any ones. Oh, Salem's Lot. Like they're they're scary movies. Yeah. Where yeah, you Pet got Cemetery the, too was scary. I never saw Pet Cemetery. Well, uh, you should uh, you should definitely go back and you should check it out. It's really good. And the book well, is good too. I, you want to be my boyfriend and watch him with me because I ain't watching this crap <laughs> by myself anymore. I live by myself. <laughs> I'm oh, not doing well, it. hey, I mean. Yeah. Hey yo, you know if I hey if I ever have time, you know what? If, if that's an invitation, I'm there. You know if, if you know you need a what, magic mic, rent a boyfriend night, ladies and gentlemen. Right here on the eighties, right here with Chris Early in it. I mean Chris and I almost sorry, I almost said my own show. Sorry, Chris, 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 Chris Kelly, Chris Kelly, and uh, and and Lillian, but filling in right now with Gina, and uh, you know it, it, I was gonna say you got me all. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll be on my way. I, I, I won't take you that way. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, you're on your own. Wait, no, got wait, it. wait. Is it? Can you do moves like Magic Mike? I got mo- I got moves like swag. What like swagger? Yeah, I, I think I could pull off. Some, you mean uh, like Jagger? Moves. 
I got moves like Swagger. Got swagger moves what is like it, Jagger? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I got him all. I got him all tongue-tied now. He's all. He doesn't know what to say. He's beklem. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, but you know what I said. Yeah, but do you know who who Swagger is? I bet you don't know. It's a wrestler, Jack Swagger, and I always say I got yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, I do yeah, have I'm moves like Jagger. Jack. And uh, and and I and I can't dance, but you know what? It's a good time anyway with me. It's a, it's like a magic mic party. I'm like a party. Okay. <laughs> so you said you can move like wait, you can move like Swagger, which is the rest. I'm not even sure. You like it rough? <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. What? This is a family so show. So you, you say you make moves. No. You, you you like moves like a wrestler. <laughs> you like it rough? No I comment. think he's speechless now. I'm not now gonna. I'm not gonna no, I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, right. Chris is like this guy was never speechless before. No, I, I, uh, I cannot answer. I cannot answer that question for reasons I don't know why. Actually, I'll just say it right now. No, I'm not into that stuff. I'm not into the. Um, okay. I'm not into rough stuff. I just like it. I, I just like it one on one and all night long, like Lionel Richie. There you go. I, I, oh, sorry. We got a song going on here. <laughs> now that's Chris queuing it in. Got moves like Jagger. This is why I'm moves still like single. Jagger. You understand now, Chris? Because I get guys and they, I got them tongue tied. They don't know what to do. <laughs> Even over the phone, you got the power. See how you are? Oh dear God! I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hey, I went into a right. Lionel Richie. I was gonna say I went into a Lionel Richie. Um, you know, I was gonna Perfect. say I went into a Lionel Richie thing right there actually, because I, I went a into Lionel all thing? night long. I'm a big Lionel oh, Richie guy. No. I love Lionel oh, Richie. Okay. Exactly. Fiesta together. Speaking of. Magic Mike can go all night long. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pipe down there, Junior. Um, you got it. <laughs> speaking of my Lionel Richie, which is a good segue for his songs mm-hmm. in 1981. But mm-hmm. here's, you know what's so funny? Lionel Richie and Mariah Carey are coming March 18th to the Wells Fargo Center. And mm-hmm. I would really like to go see Lionel Richie because he's a classic. Like, you know, he's an icon. Sure. You have to go see him. I can't sure. find one single person that wants to go because of Mariah Carey. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, and they're thing. saying that she's yeah. special guest at the concert. But I'm like, so was she the whole time or is she just? I appearance. bet you, I bet you, she's gonna fill in and sing "Endless Love" with him. Well, that I that's can from see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that was Lionel Richie and Diana yeah. Ross. Yeah, that's yeah, probably what Ross she's gonna was do. One of my favorite duets, yeah. but but and she did sing it with somebody else. Didn't Mariah sing it with someone else? Uh, did she? She probably did. She I remade think she it? did. The re, there was a remake of "Endless Love," and it was her and maybe it was oh, it was one of the guys from. Um, it was the guys from Boys the Men. Well, okay. I hate when they remake stuff. It's like uh Well, yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm not a I'm not a remake girl. Like I don't like mm-hmm. they remade like Footloose, it sucked. They remade yeah. um Dirty Dancing, it sucked. Mm-hmm. Like you got to leave cult classics alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're remaking Chips and I think that's going to bite. Yeah, and that's with Dax Shepard. They're redoing the Warriors, I heard. And even even um, say hello to my little friend. 
Um, oh, Scarface. Scarface. Scarface but, Leonardo but here's, DiCaprio. Here's a little bit. Yeah. Listen to me. Here's a little bit of a mm-hmm. trivia about that. Mm-hmm. The Scarface that was made with Al Pacino. That was mm-hmm. all. That, that was, was a remake. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that last time. <clears throat> that was a remake. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna change it up though. This Scarface is gonna be in Los Angeles, not Miami, and. I don't know. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, what is it? You mean there's no, like, creative people out there that can't come up with a new movie? Right. I got movie script, <laughs> scripts. Let's do them. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I got one them. In a heartbeat. Let's make some blockbusters. I would do one in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, I'm working I, on I always say I should be on TV because my whole life is a freaking reality show. Mine's a real <laughs> reality show. It doesn't need to we'll be scripted. You. The Gina show. We're going to make it happen. Like yeah, it. the Gina show. No, it's going to be called the G Spot. <laughs> <laughs> because either everybody awesome. calls me G, G G, uh-huh. and uh-huh. my friend actually, my friend, um, uh, we call it my girlfriend's husband, um, Joe. He always, always coming out with nicknames for me. And then one day he goes, G Spot. That's what you are. That's your new nickname. So he calls me the G Spot. Oh God. And G-spot. so I said, if I had a show dirty. or a bar, I call it the G Spot. Yeah. Straight. I think it's a great title. <laughs> you got Mike fumbling again over there. <laughs> what is going on here tonight? Sorry about that. I don't know what, what what's going on. Um, <laughs> I said I didn't hear what was going on. You said G B. Somebody calls you the G Spot. Well, That's my nickname <laughs> from a friend of mine. Cause my, so my name is Gina. So but people call me G, G, G. Uh, we call it. Uh, my brother calls me Zsa Zsa. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm like, I have all these nicknames. So my friend just like would mm-hmm. said, you know, one day came up. He goes, yo, G-Spot. And I was like, oh, God, that's a great name. <laughs> oh, my well, he couldn't miss it. Well, no, people have missed it, but whatever. Yeah, well, um, I guess if he nicknamed you, right. probably, you know. <laughs> All right, so anyway, going to another uh, so segueing on onto that, Chris. Um, I was going to um, throw a commercial going, and brother. thank Gina and you guys because we have we have uh, George coming on with the movie and he's got a special yeah. guest as well. Yeah, so, Gina, well, sending you love and home. Hopefully, it's been a hysterical, uh, what do you call it? Um, hour, so thank you. It's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. I love what you call it. It's perfect. I know. I love. I love hanging out with you guys. And uh, next time you need a co-host, uh, give me give me some warning, and I'll do it. You got it. We're gonna have a ball. Lillian, Mike, we thanks, missed brother. you tonight. <laughs> All right. <talk laughs> Where are you, you Lillian? I know. Right, have a good night. Talk to you um, later. Thanks, Gina. Mike, Bye. you take us into commercial break, and everyone will be back in like three minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. 
Handwritten on 8.5 inch by 11 inch aged parchment paper and using smudge free ink to produce original high quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. Welcome back. This is Chris Kelly from 80CV, live on Totally Driven Entertainment Radio. Tonight we're talking about the year 1981. What were you doing? What are your memories? How old were you? What was your favorite TV show, if you remember it? Our phone number tonight is 718-508-9883. It's my special privilege and honor to introduce our next guest, who's our weekly uh, featured person here. It's the uh, movie guy 24-7, George Roth. George, are you there? I am here. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> Good, brother. How are you? I'm okay. Are you feeling better? Yeah, I have a little bit of this cold. Just it's like a fighter, man. Just doesn't want to leave. I've I've had a cough for about two or three weeks now. But uh, thanks for asking. It's got to no, leave. No problem. Gotta check out. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we, uh, we have we have a wait. We have a special guest that we want to bring on with us. Say hello to you. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, is our other caller on the line, Mike? She is right here, ladies and gentlemen, Bridget. Hey, George. <laughs> Bridget McKenna. Oh, Lord. How are you doing, man? 
Great. How you doing, <laughs> kiddo? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Haverford High School reunion. Yes. <laughs> On the radio, no less. <laughs> On the radio, no less. <laughs> How you doing, Bridget? I'm doing fine. How you doing? You feeling better, George, Good. too? Since nobody asked about your health. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I'm doing fine. I'm uh, due for another CAT scan, but I'm p- positive. I'm confident that it'll be clear. So. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. sure it will be. That's good. What well, um, Tonight's show is about 1981 because George said to me last week, he said, Chris, when are we doing one on the year 1981? There's a lot of great movies that year. I'm like, all right, let's do it next one. So uh, here we are. Bridget, what was your favorite memories from 1981? Do you have any? Do you remember? Oh, I have a oh, I have a good one. You'll love this one. This is the biggest thing that happened in daytime history. Luke and Laura's wedding, November uh-huh. 17th, 1981. It brought 30 million viewers. Oh my God! There were two. <laughs> I wasn't ones. one of them. The other. You know, you weren't one of them. Is that what you said? I wasn't even aware of the date they got married. I just knew that they were that couple on General Hospital. I don't know about that. Well, do you remember the other big wedding that year? That was the Charles big wedding. Charles and Di. Yes, that was the same year. Yep, Charles and Di. One of them had Charles and Diana. Yes, yes, I remember that one too. Yes, that, I, I, I watched that one too. Princess, and I have every. Uh, memorabilia of hers ever since she's passed. Wow. We uh, were down the shore when those two got married, and my mom mm-hmm. got up at some ungodly hour of the morning, four or five o'clock, mm-hmm. so she could watch it on the tube. Mm-hmm. That, that's the way it was at our house too. It was, it was, a, it was, it was like five in the morning, I think, and uh, yeah, it was five hours ahead of us. So uh, my dad did same the same thing house. when she died. My dad, I, I was up, you know, wanted to watch the funeral, and my dad's like. Did they bury her yet? I was like, no, Dad, she hasn't left Westminster Abbey. I'm watching people at 4 o'clock in the morning standing out there. It hasn't started yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a shame that they, uh, she had such a sad ending. I did like uh, Lady Diana. Yeah, she was a very – she was the people's princess. She was a classic lady. I mm-hmm. love what Elton John did, and it was just – you're never going to get a classy lady like that again. No, no. She was the epitome of being a princess, and and her sons. Hopefully, they will carry on her charm. Her, and, uh, yeah, her sons are very. And they're staying out of the press. Mm-hmm. The only time you see them is like if it's baby news, or well, you, mm-hmm. you see the other one, but that's that's him. But I'm sure one mm-hmm. day he'll be. Happy. But they really don't care what you know. They just want to remember their mother the right way. And it's like, well, if that mm-hmm. happened to our mother, then that's not going to happen to us when we get married. Being mm-hmm. out in the spotlight and everything. You know, there yeah, was a movie a movie stuff. about 10 years back called The Queen. Um, yes. It mm-hmm. starred Helen Mirren as a Queen Elizabeth, yes. and it was mm-hmm. all about how she reacted to the death of Princess Diana, and I thought it was a beautiful film. Oh, even the Queen the, the uh, Queen Elizabeth loved it. She thought that she did an excellent job with it. She, she really deserved that Oscar she won for Yes, it. she did. Yes, she did. Speaking of Oscars, they're coming up, George. What's your predictions? Great well, question. ordinarily, I don't publicly discuss my uh, predictions. <laughs> However, okay. since this year's best picture seems to be a lock, 
Okay. I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with the consensus and say La La Land. Okay. Mm-hmm. I actually, I really thought that was a great, <laughs> excuse me, a great <laughs> film, and uh, I just have a feeling that uh, everybody's right. I think that's going to win uh, for the very same reason that Birdman won a few years back. We're losing it. Hold on, we're losing, we're, we're losing it, George. George is losing it. Okay. Sounds like you have a bad connection. Okay. How, how is this? How's Try it again? now? That's better. Uh, loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Okay, so Birdman won because it was like this insider's look at entertainment, and Hollywood seems, or the voting board rather, they seem to favor that kind of movie. So in as much, I think uh, La La Land pretty much has a lock on that award. That's a pretty – and what about Best Actor? I beg your pardon? On oh, Best Actor, who do you think is going to get – who's going to take home the Oscar for Best Actor? Well, at this point, I'm remaining mute. You're remaining mute. <laughs> I would well, like to see my, Denzel Washington get it. <laughs> I beg your pardon? I like to see Denzel Washington get it, like, even though he's won in previous, but I just think he that, deserved that. You that know. seems to be the consensus. Yeah. I, I know who I'd like to see win. But mm-hmm. oh, what the heck, Casey Affleck! I'd like to see Casey Affleck. Win. I think yeah, that's that's my same version. I heard too. you did a good job. I heard both of them did a great job. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They were they were both great performances. I'd love to see Affleck get it. I have a mm-hmm. feeling that Denzel will get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, unless they do a tie, mm-hmm. unless they do a tie, that's happened before in nah. previous Oscar history. Oh, it has? <laughs> in the sixties, yeah, once. It, it happened. Once. Yeah, it. thank you. I forget who it was, but it was just a tie, and I was just like one person accepted, and it was a long time ago. I I forget where it was, but both they had a tie. I can actually look that up. I actually have access Mm -hmm. to the computer tonight. Okay. Oh, cool, cool. (laughs) Let me Google that. Uh, uh, Tie winners at the Oscars. Oscars. Googling. Hmm. And it would help if I actually spelled it right. Okay. I got a trivia question. Uh, what, who, what movie won Best Picture in 1981? Arthur C. It was okay, 1969. Sure. Um, okay. The tie was between Barbara Streisand and Catherine Hepburn. That's um, who I thought it was. Streisand yes, okay. for Funny Girl, Hepburn for Lion in Winter. Wow, two great movies, two great actors. I can see how that happened there. Yep. Is another trivia Go question, ahead. George, for you? Sure. Go for it, Bridget. Okay. Chariots of Fire. The mm-hmm. person... Produced or directed was ma- involved with Princess Diana. Name the guy. Oh, uh, Al Fayed. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was just come up because you mentioned Chariot of Fire. I was like, wait a minute, that's the one he produced, so it's just, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. It, it, they mentioned that after his death and everything. He was the one mm-hmm. who produced uh, Chariot of Fire. It's interesting we're talking about that particular movie. One of the things mm-hmm. I put up on my Movie Guy page mm-hmm. for Facebook, mm-hmm. um, this week for Oscar week, I'm going to be doing a lot of If I Had to Pick One. 
And this mm-hmm. this week I'm focusing on years that uh okay. There are certain years when one movie wins best picture, but like everybody's scratching their head like this mm-hmm. other picture should have won. Right. So that that later bleh, this morning I put up if I had to pick one, Chariots of Fire or Reds. Because that year Reds, the one directed by Warren Beatty, was the odds right. favorite to win. Right. And Beatty even took home Best Director. And once mm-hmm. they award Best Director, that's usually who gets Best Picture as well. Right. Rarely does the Academy split their vote. Right. So mm-hmm. everybody was in shock when they announced Chariots of Fire as the winner for Best Picture. Right. Now, personally, I thought both pictures were great, um, but – I was just curious to see what everybody else thought. So, I thought right. Um, I, I thought they were both good, but my dad went with Chariots of Fire. He just thought Chariots of Fire was better. But then when he saw Reds, he was like, you know, it's. I said, now you know what the Oscar committee has to go through each year. It's just like when Best Director knows, you know. So, well, I've got some good questions coming up this week for other mm-hmm. years, and uh, if you log on to Movie Guy twenty four seven Facebook page. You'll be able mm-hmm. to see those questions and tell me what you think. What do you think should have won Best Picture in any given year? How about this and, one, George? Do you remember this? Okay, E.T. was like the – I think E.T. came out that year. I'm not sure. 1982. 1982. Okay. It was up there with Empire of the Sun, and Empire of the Sun and E.T. were going back and forth with winning actually, the award. Actually, you're talking about two different years. Oh, Empire of the Sun years. was oh, okay. 1987. Wrong year. Okay, sorry. <laughs> E.T. was E.T. major contender okay. was Gandhi, and Gandhi okay. is the one that ended up winning. Okay, okay. I was I, I thought it was Empire Sun that was in that category that one year. Nah. Uh, okay. Five year difference. Five year difference. Okay, I'm getting it mixed up. Okay. <laughs> and not to worry. Was, okay. <laughs> So go ahead, George. What what else happened? What other movies happened that stuck out for you in 1981? Tell, tell well, I do have a list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, let's just throw out the obvious titles: Raiders of the Lost Ark, Superman yep. 2, and Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that summer wasn't complete unless you saw those three movies. Mm-hmm. And you remember when movies were a dollar fifty at the Brookline Movie Theater? I remember mm-hmm. when regular theaters were dollar fifty matinees. Yes. <laughs> okay. And we're the same age, Bridget, so you should remember too. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I used to go to the movies all the time on a Friday or Saturday night with my father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I usually went in the afternoons. Um, yes. My dad had this rule about movies, and I quote him verbatim it co- it's cheaper and it's the same damn movie you'd see at night. Right, yeah, that's what we used to do when, when, when it used to get expensive down here. So then we went mm-hmm. to matinee films. But no, in um, growing up, my memory used to be a dollar fifty go to the movies, and then went up to two fifty, three fifty, four fifty. So I watched. We watched over the years how movies got expensive. Now nobody, unless they really have to see a movie on a big screen, everybody just waits for pay per view. <laughs> it's ridiculous what they cost. That's why I prefer to go to early shows, and right. even then, seven bucks as the cheapest ticket. Uh, yeah, that's really a far cry from what I paid growing up. But yeah, you know that's what happens. You get older and you have fond memories of when everything was cheaper. Right. And I'm certain that 12 year olds now, in about 40 years, are going to be saying, "I remember what it cost 12 bucks to go to a movie." 
Mm-hmm. So, if we're still around, that is. But let's not be <laughs> fatalistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see. What stands out from 1981? Okay. Excalibur, the King Arthur movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. That movie was awesome. Yep. I thought it was cool, too. The yeah. cinematography was great. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it's still my favorite King Arthur movie. No, mm-hmm. any, no other movie about King Arthur has surpassed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm making a prediction that the new King Arthur movie coming out at some point this year, it's going to stink. It's going to be a crappy picture. Mm-hmm. I've seen the trailer. Is that oh, the one Lord. with the, the guy from Sons of Arnicky in it? Uh, Charlie yeah. Hoonan or whatever his yeah. name is. Charlie Hoonan, it, yep. It looks awful. Yeah. So I'll say It's hard it. to do like classics. Like when they did, what was that one, uh, Macbeth that Mel Gibson did? It's, you know, really hard to do that type of – He did of, Hamlet. Hamlet, that's it. Okay, what am I thinking, Macbeth? <laughs> Hamlet, thank you, George. <laughs> I thought he did a great job with Hamlet. Oh, yeah, although... no, don't get me wrong. No, he did a great job. I'm just saying it's hard when you get – like when – just like you said, with this new King Arthur, I don't think it's going to be so hot either. I just think people are just going to go see it because, you know, people are fans of him from Sons of Anarchy and everything. But I'm just saying it's like it's pretty hard probably doing that type of character. Well, like I said, I hold every old, I hold all the King Arthur movies up to Excalibur, and unfortunately they're all going to suffer. So right. that's probably on me. But okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, Moving along, um, here's one of my favorites from 1981, Sharky's Machine, starring Burt Reynolds. Well, I remember that, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a cop movie, and it, to, the, to this day, it's still one of my favorite cop movies. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really awesome, and my dad took me and my little brother to see it when it came out. I was 13, mm-hmm. my brother was 9, and by some twisted miracle – he didn't pull us out midway through because of all the bad language, mm-hmm. um, as he did a couple of times with other movies. But uh, let's see what else. Um, Eye of the Needle, the World War II spy movie with Donald Sutherland as a German spy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was mm-hmm. great. Um, we can't forget the uh, Werewolf trilogy that year, American Werewolf in mm-hmm. London, The Howling, and Wolfen. Um, Stripes with Bill Murray. Of course. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call me Francis. Any of you guys call me Francis and I'll kill (laughs) you. Let's see. Um, Nighthawks with Sylvester Stallone and Billy D. Williams. Great movie. Okay. History of the World Part 1. Oh, my no God, Brooks. that was hysterical. Yes, that was hysterical. <laughs> the Mighty Joint. <laughs> Let's see. Um, on Golden Pond with uh, Henry Fonda and Kate Hepburn. Norman, don't you dial me, Norman, you old poop. <laughs> Actually, that was Henry Fonda's last film, too. He yeah. died, like, a few months after he won the Oscar. Right, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane Fonda brought the Oscar to him. They showed it on live television. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? Arthur with um, – what's his name? Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore, another, uh, another classic actor. Where, where's, let me, where's that song? Oh, let me get that. Before you move on, let me get that. It's great. You, gotta, you can't say that without saying the song. 
Arthur. Oh, yeah, we can't. Do you remember who sang it? Uh, Christopher, Christopher Cross. Cross. There you go. <laughs> Hold on. Here we Do you go. remember who composed it, Bridget? I know it. Uh, oh, I know it off the top of my head. Say it for me. I know it off the top of Bert my Bacharach. head. Burt Bacharach. There you go. Okay, that was who it was, Burt Bacharach. <laughs> Burt Bacharach is the man. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yep. Can you hear that? And that, song, that was the song that won best original song from the Oscars that year, too. You are correct. Mm-hmm. Bum, 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 bum. Great song. Oh, here's another movie, George. Go for we it. We were all going down to Philadelphia for this one. Blowout. Yes, uh, Blowout. Logan. Oh, my God, that was cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. one, was of John, one of the uh, early John Travolta movies that didn't stink. No. Yeah. <laughs> Did, um, I got there was another local movie done that year. I think it was shot somewhere local. Some of it was. What was it? I, I want to give. I, I know you'll go. I'll try and give you a, a hint. Oh, oh, right well. Um, it's a military movie. Put it that way. Taps. Yeah. Taps. It was shot Taps, at um, yes, Valley Forge Military was, Academy. Yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Somebody I went to school with at the time had a part in that. He was like uh, in the background of a few scenes. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, let's see what else have I got. Um, oh, here's another one. Um, it's a small one. Um, and I'm ma- trying to make a joke here because there's a lot of midgets in the movie. Um, Under the Rainbow. I oh, oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that movie. <laughs> that movie cracked me up. <laughs> oh, Here's another one I like, the Cannonball Run. <laughs> I have that on the list. I was actually going to get to mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I am Captain <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> then they do a second one. He comes back as a sound. like, no, now I'm Captain. I was like, oh, my God. I'm <laughs> Captain USA. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm sitting next to George Hamilton. <laughs> George Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. Cause remember, uh, uh, Roger Moore had a different girl, and it, it, like every time you saw him in a car, he had a different girl in each scene. That was a nod to his James Bond character. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else have I got. Um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Friday the Thirteenth, I was allowed to see at the movies. It mm-hmm. was cool. Um, Escape from New York. With Kurt yep. Russell. Yep. Um, Looker. Does anybody remember Looker? She's a looker. Hey, that's what they say. Oh, you know the song. <laughs> I remember it. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Albert, yeah, the, Albert, he, Albert Finney's in here, too, isn't he? And, um, Albert Finney, a rated PG movie Margo, with nudity. Mario um, Hemingway or Margot Hemingway? No, it was Susan looker. Day. Susan Day, okay. Um, it was a PG-13 movie with nudity, which made it a top choice for every 13-year-old boy in school. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was one. Of course, I know the uh, the song, so hold on. Just look her. That's what they say. She's got it all. Yeah, she's got it. I've posted right. it a few times on Movie Guy. Oh, let me find it. Look her I movies. can't even remember who sings it now. I just remember it was a great opening song. I think I have. 
While you're doing that, um, is it? May not be it. I think it is. Pretty face reflected in the mirror, so perfect in every way.
It is well, an well, what was that? Dream. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. I, I had something going it on. It is an easy big you guys keep that down? Can you do the cheer for us, Kermy? Your cheer? What's the, how does the cheer go? Yay! Yay! There you go. You remember it? My cheer? Oh, you mean when I introduced... Oh, that, oh, no, no. When I introduced people, I would say... Uh, Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Sorry, your cheer. I didn't. I didn't catch it. Yeah, like when I would say uh, tonight on the Muppet Show, we're gonna have Sylvester Stallone. Yay! That that that's <laughs> what you guys were talking about. Absolutely. Okay. Kermit the Frog here. That's Great right, job, Kermit the Frog here. All, all these years, and you know <laughs> that movie. That movie is one of it's it, it's a classic of 1981. People forget about it. Yeah. I mean, yes, we did the Muppet movie, and yes, we took Manhattan, you know. And, but but that movie is just it's near and dear to our hearts. You know, it was like, hey, a movie. You know, it was it was starring mm-hmm. everybody and me. You know, it was like you know mm-hmm. and me. You know. I love this. I got I got two we, more. Hey, hey, hey our, our, oh, by the way, one more thing. Our driver Borgon crashed through the Happiness Hotel. Oh my God! Yes, I remember that. <laughs> um, I got two more for you from the nineteen eighty-one before we go into your newest uh, film, George. Okay. Um, one of them is. If I tell you the name, it's like giving away. If I describe it, it's also the name of the movie. Um, when you die, sometimes people see your spirit still living somewhere and moving by. This is a cool movie. I want to see if you can guess the name of it. I'll tell you it stars Craig Waffen. Al- oh, Ghost Story. Yes, Fred Astaire was in it too. That was a cool movie. I like that one. Fred Astaire, John Houseman, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., and. Mm-hmm. Oh, Melvin Douglas. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember it. It was a good movie. I got one more. Um, I'll give you one phrase. Zug, zug. Oh, Caveman with Ring of Star. <laughs> a took Lana. A took Lana, zug, zug. <laughs> Doo-doo. Caca. Doo-doo. Yeah. Caca. And I'm not saying that. I ain't saying that one. Um. Uh, all right, Here how about go. Outland with Sean Connery? Oh, yes, yes. There you go. Outland is a good movie, see? Yeah. <laughs> um, any more? Mm, Continental Divide wasn't a big hit, but it was a big John uh, John Belushi movie. It was the last one he did, right? No, na- Neighbors was his last movie. Neighbors. Okay. They both came out within a few months of each other. Continental mm-hmm. Divide came out in September. That mm-hmm. was his rom-com, the first time he didn't mm-hmm. do madcap comedy. And then mm-hmm. he did Neighbors, which was really a weird movie. Um, him and Dan Aykroyd kind of switched roles. They played against type, and mm-hmm. I don't know. The movie as a whole just didn't work. It just I've seen yeah. it a few times, and it just leaves me cold. Mm-hmm. But Continental Divide is a cute movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was. I, I do remember. It was, it was uh, John Belushi and um, Blair Brown. Blair Brown. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, what have you seen lately? What's hot out there right now? And I, I just 
I can tell you last night I did catch up and finally see um, someone on demand. Now I did see the arrival. Um, and what did you think? Uh, I did. I was a little disappointed. I was excited because I'm a huge UFO buff, um, and I like seeing movies where the aliens are not here to destroy everybody. You know, like Alien and Predator. I, I believe that one day, one day they are going to come and visit us and, and make communication. Um, but I was kind of disappointed that they were not hot humanoid aliens. They seemed more like the theory of they look like an octopus. And there is a theory out there that octopuses um, have DNA that's not from this earth. I've read many times. So I just didn't buy that. Um, but the message in the end, which I won't give away, um, is something that we should um, – it's a message, a thing we've talked about before, um, but it, it brings it to a new light. Maybe, you know, sometimes things are, things are hidden in movies. So kind of excites me because uh, February 22nd, NASA has a big announcement, but a new exoplanet they found. Um, then being tight lips on the announcement. But just to say, because I'm a UFO geek, um, I was, I, I'd give it a B plus is what I give it. And FYI, I watch the skies too. I keep thinking mm-hmm. one day I'll see a UFO or hope I see a UFO. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that since I saw Close Encounters when um, it was re-released in 1980. What can I say? I'm a little crazy. I believe that. that there's UFOs out there. Trust me, because one guy who got abducted by a UFO is based on a true story. I believe in the existence of uh, life on mm-hmm. other planets. I yep. went to have mm-hmm. it for high. There's proof right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some of those people around there could not have been from this planet. I'm, I guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to agree with you on that one, George. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the best UFO films of all time for that genre and, and things that may be possible or believable were, of course, Close Encounters is what I love. And the theory is if in the UFO geek world is that it really did happen, something similar, and they kind of based it off it. Um, right. And the other one I really loved was uh, Contact. Um, with Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah, that was an excellent movie. Yeah. That was very yeah. good, yes. Jodie yeah. Foster oh. and uh, Matthew McConaughey. And I was looking for the arrival to be like a rival to Contact, but I, I don't think it was. So I, I, no. I think it was close. It was close and running. I give it an A for effort, but it didn't reach that potential for me. But I thought it was still an overall good movie. Oh, it was excellent. Because, I mean, just getting a build up when, when they're getting, like, all these clues and everything. And then she finally goes up, and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I, I thought it was a good film, too. I actually went back and saw it a second time. Mm hmm. And what I. Did, uh... Shoot. Shoot. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you said, well, why don't you finish what you said, and I. You said. I was oh oh yeah well I've seen it I saw it a second time and uh, now that it's available on home entertainment I may watch it a third time. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'll definitely watch it again. There's, so there may be things in there that maybe appeal to me more, but I uh, it definitely it's, was a good hitch to it. So. Mm-hmm. Now as for what? Mm-hmm. As for new movies, what's in the movies this mm-hmm. week? Well, right. I had a bit of a surprise. So. My top pick for the week was A Cure for Wellness. I figured that's got to be the movie to beat. All right, it's not a bad movie. The problem is it's very long and convoluted. Um, it's weird, but it's just not quite – I don't know. It just didn't live up to my expectations. I was a little disappointed with it, 
Mm-hmm. The one that surprised me, the picture that I thought would stink, was actually pretty mm-hmm. good, and that was The Great Wall with Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. It was better than I, – I, I, I it's, it's, it's dumb. Like a it is a, it's a yeah. dumb movie, but it's fun. It's like, you know what? It has a good director at the helm. Um, what's mm-hmm. his name? Zhang Yamao. Um, he's the, he's a Chinese director. He's directed like uh, Raise the Red Lantern. He directed some period martial arts flicks. This is his mm-hmm. first English language movie. Oh, okay. Um, so the fact that they have a good director as opposed to a hack director like Michael Bay doing it, that gives it a little more cred right there. And it's Matt Damon's not so great in the lead. But the storyline for what it is, it's kind of fun. It's it's an enjoyable movie. So, oddly enough, that would be the one I recommend this week. All right, check it out. Um, I want to give you a, I want to give George a shout out. Uh, everybody can find him at MovieGuy247.com on the internet. You can also find him on Facebook. George, do you have any announcements you want to share? Any plugs? Well, just that this is Oscar week. Um. I'm going to be doing some Oscar-related posts on Movie Guy 24/7, and also, as usual, if you are listening and you're sitting at your computer, please uh, go to Movie Guy 24/7 on Facebook, and if it's not too much trouble, like my page. It would really be a help to me. Thank you. Done deal. <coughs> Done deal. <laughs> awesome. Far out. George, we thank you for calling in. Bridget, thanks for calling in. We're going to take no one problem. more break. Uh, for Total Driven Radio, and then we'll be back. Um, close up shop and talk about some of the new things that happened this week. So stay tuned. And uh, by the way, our friend Lillian says she loves you guys. She just texted me. <laughs> oh, okay. We love her too. <laughs> we love you too, Lillian. And it was great week, having a talk with you, Bridget. Yeah, you too, George. <laughs> stay healthy. <laughs> hey, you stay healthy right, too, guys. kiddo. Oh, I am. Thanks. I'm trying. <laughs> All right, so y'all have guys. a good week. I'll talk call in next week, as always. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Good night. Bye-bye. Stay tuned, guys. We'll be back after these, these messages. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza, $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. 
Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. All right. We're back and we're live. I'm Chris Kelly from ADC TV. My co-host, Lillian Narodowski, is traveling tonight and sends her apologies. She cannot be here this evening, but she's with us in spirit. Um, she'll come back next week, Lillian. People are looking for you. Where's Lillian? Where's Waldo? But where's Lillian? That's our question this week. If you want to call in, our number is 718-508-9883. We've been talking about the year 1981 this evening. We've had some great calls, some good friends, some knowledgeable people calling in with lots of memories, lots of good movies, TV shows, music we've been talking about. We have about 12 minutes left. Call in and share your your moments, your favorite memories. What were you doing? How old were you? What were you wearing? Uh, We want to hear about it. Um, Some big things in the news. Um, There were some deaths recently. Uh, one of them we didn't mention because uh, we weren't on the air last week that I wanted to mention was Richard Hatch. Rip Richard Hatch. So any of us alive in the 70s, uh, late 70s into the 80s, we remember Battlestar Galactica. Richard Hatch played Apollo, the son of Adama. Um, great actor. Um, gave us some great memories as a kid. If you're a sci-fi fan, uh, you remember Richard Hatch. Apollo... May you live on in the heavens, and uh, God bless your family. Uh, some other announcements we have um, as I scroll through my list here. Um, I want to let everybody know that on April 29th, uh, 2017, Lillian and I will be partnering with Totally Driven Radio and featuring the music of the, the Class of 84. It's a wonderful band. Um, Doug Eager is usually on every week to talk about music. He's off this week. Um, but his band is, doesn't just take you back to the 80s. It brings back the whole 80s party. So I want everybody to tune in 
or come on out on April 29th um, to the, uh, it used to be the Morton Tap Room, uh, but now it's called the Taste of Key West in Morton, Pennsylvania. You can find that link on my page uh, for Chris Kelly from ADCV or my personal page if you're on there as well. There's also a big party going on on March 11th. Uh, we've had my friend Scott Pester coming on if you're from the Delaware County section of Pennsylvania. Um, it's called the Upper Darby High School Reunion um, and Middle School Reunion from Beverly Hills Middle School. If you went to Beverly Hills in the late, I guess, anytime in the 80s, you're invited to this party. Uh, the link for that is also on my page. It's a great reunion. Um, it hasn't been done to this level before uh, with this many groupings of, of people and again to getting to get together, um, and we'd love to see everybody. So Scott Pester, uh, P-E-S-T-E-R, um, you can contact him for tickets online. If you're from Delaware County, you'll know Scott. If you don't, send me a message and I'll, I'll introduce you. There were also deaths in the world of wrestling this week. Um, Magic Mike is our engineer tonight. He also has his own wrestling show here on the Totally Driven Network. And I think, uh, Mike, if you want to jump in, you're more than welcome. I want to start yeah. off with Rip to George the Animal Steel, dead at the age of 79. What can you tell us about George the Animal Steel, Mike? I could, I, could, I could tell you that George the Animal Steel was a was just a character unbeknownst to characters. I mean, uh, you know, you look at a guy that can go in the ring, and first of all, he had hair all over his body, and he had mm-hmm. a green tongue, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, you know, when I started watching, um, you know, What was the green tongue? So what do you, did they ever explain what the green tongue was about? Do you know? Uh, For the gimmick. It was part of his gimmick. It was his gimmick. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it just... It, 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 you know, George the Animal Steel, you know, when I got to see George, obviously, you know, it was the late, you know, it was like the early 80s, and George mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, he was a bad guy. He was managed by Captain Lou Albano, mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. then Albano and then Albano got him, uh, you know, to be nice. He had a, there was a show called TNT, and um, mm-hmm. if you guys want to check that out, that's on the WWE Network. And there was a segment where he brought in a doctor, and you know, yeah. the animal steel had to recite something, and he recited, "How now, brown cow?" Mm-hmm. He tried to get the animal out of him, but you know, it was uh, you know, George the animal steel talked in a couple of words, and he would eat the turnbuckle. Remember that? You probably mm-hmm. remember that. I'd always eat the turnbuckle. I was always like, if mm-hmm. we didn't eat the turnbuckle, I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in real I, life, I was, you know, yeah, it was, it like was a very, to me. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, what's your face? What are you saying? You said to you. No, to me, to me, face? it was like popcorn. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was in the, in, in the, it was stuffing. <laughs> it was, you know, and, and one of my, you know, there's, there's so much to talk about with the animal and it's such a sad, you know, for me, this week was terrible because that's all I was getting was, you yeah. know, you know, messages on Facebook, you know, who died now. It's like, but, you know, it's just a sad situation when you had a guy like the animal and, um, 
you know, it, it just it's just amazing. it just amazes me how you know, I mean, like what are your memories? You know, you were asking me. I mean, I, I know one of my big I know one of my biggest greatest feuds from the animal's perspective was when he went up against the Macho Man Randy Savage. Because right. Macho Man had something Elizabeth. that yep. Well, I was gonna mm-hmm. say Macho Man had something that 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 he wanted, that George wanted. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't uh, he he did want to beat Randy for the Intercontinental title, but it really wasn't right. it really wasn't you know, it was that was at WrestleMania two in nineteen eighty six, but you know what he really wanted. Right. Right? What did he he, wanted, what was his main goal? What did what did George really want? George wanted to be loved. Yeah, but George by Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, you did. All right. See. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah. I. I know. Something. Sometimes yeah, but... the, the phone cracks up. Sometimes. But anyway. Yeah. And and the whole thing was, the whole thing was one time there was a Saturday night main event, which I'm sure you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it took over. It took over Saturday Night Live. You know, on mm-hmm. on certain some times, and they were mm-hmm. having a great match. And you know, if if George won, he got Elizabeth. And Mean Gene stuck the microphone up in his face and said, you know, George, what do you think about tonight? And he says, Elizabeth? You know, mine? No, George, not yet. Bye-bye. And it was like, that's it. His mind was, his, his mind was, was right on, on, you know, on cue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And George Animal Steel, most people, he played like this big, scary, hairy simpleton. With a green tongue and eating everything, but in real life, he was a college professor, right? Um, from right. what I heard, he he was a college professor, and uh, you know, if you guys want to know more about the animal, there's only one way you can find out more about the animal. Get his book. Tell us. It's called it's called Animal. It's a great book. Mm-hmm. I have it. It came out in 2003. I mean, 2013. Sorry, 2003, 2013, and uh, mm-hmm. and it's uh. It's on Amazon right now, and it's um, it's a good book, you know. And it and it even has a picture of him, and his uh, stuffed animal who he called mine. <laughs> I have to look up George. I've never seen him out of character, and and will be curious to find a piece of footage of him talking just you know, as himself, as his real name, you know, William James Jim Myers, Myers yeah. whatever his real name was. Yeah, yeah. and uh, a uh, friend of mine put up a friend of mine. Put up a um, he put up a video that that uh-huh. um, that Jim Myers made while he was dying, and uh, and it was uh, I guess you can Google it, and it's it's a really sad video, and uh, it's just uh, it's just amazing. But I was talking to one of the all time greats actually in mm-hmm. in the first Intercontinental Champion, uh, Ken Batera one night on when mm-hmm. on one of the shows that we do. And he was talking about mm-hmm. how, you know, Bruno San Martino needed a, an opponent, and they brought in mm-hmm. the animal, and he was perfect for it. And um, mm-hmm. you know, Jim the Animal, I mean Jim the Animal, sorry, George the Animal Steel was just a, he was just that guy. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. when you needed the animal, he was there. I mean, you know, he he mm-hmm. he also helped. He also helped thirty years ago. He he helped uh, win the Intercontinental title. 
for Ricky Steamboat. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how great this guy was, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it just just goes to show you. And the and I know a lot of people who work with the animal, and a lot of people who met him, and they said he was the most humblest guy. So that's it for that's yeah. all I have for the animal. So uh, Rip George the Animal Steel. And then no more than a few days later, if it wasn't a few days, uh, a day later, uh, on the 18th, another great wrestler passed away. And this wrestler um, is actually the very first wrestler that I watched by accident going through the channels and fell in love with the world of wrestling. I was going through, and there was this Russian guy, he called himself the Russian Bear, and he's arguing with the, the, uh, the interviewer, Pat Patterson, was also a former wrestler, and then they go at it, and it was Ivan Koloff, the Russian Bear, and then they went on and had this big battle after that. But that I was so intrigued in watching, you know, the, the way that the argument started and where it went from here to there. Then, you know, I it just pulled me in. That brought me into the world of wrestling. So, on February 18th, we lost another great wrestler, um, Ivan Koloff, the Russian Bear. Did you ever get the Russian Bear? Russian Bear, excuse me. Um, it happens. Uh, yeah, that yes, was my um, memory well, of Ivan Koloff. How about you? Yeah, when uh, you know. Also, I just want to let I want to let everybody know that both both George both uh, well, yeah both guys are in the in the uh, the WWE Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And um, and Ivan Koloff was a former uh, champion. Mm-hmm. He defeated uh, Bruno San Martino. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it just uh, so fond memories of him. Yeah, when I when I got to when I when my days of watching wrestling, uh, when I started watching him, he was gone from the WWF. I can say that now, F. And he mm-hmm. and, and he uh, what do you call? It? He was with the NWA, uh, and he was mm-hmm. known as Uncle Uncle Ivan. And uh, he he was a uh, he was a manager. Well, he was a wrestler slash manager. To Krusha Khrushchev and Nikita Koloff, but you probably remember Krusha Khrushchev as Demolition mm-hmm. I remember Smash. Krusha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember, but Krusha Khrushchev, right? Not many people knew knew that that was Demolition Smash. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, it's like you know, here comes the axe, here comes the smash, but he was Krusha Khrushchev before that. And uh, he went on. They went on to to do big things, and and he, he you know he had a uh, he was just a a tremendous uh, girl character as well. Ivan Koloff, and mm-hmm. he's missed. You know they're all. They're, I mean they're all missed. They're all going to be missed. But this was a bad for for the legends. This was just a bad um, time for them. It was. May they rest in peace. We lost some pieces of our past. Pieces of the '80s. Of course, these guys were here legends for even before the '80s, and legends a long time after the '80s. And uh, they will, moving on to the future, still be legends. Um, thank you for all the the good times you gave us in the entertainment, the inspiration, um, the passion, and uh, we will never forget it. So this concludes uh, tonight's episode for the year 1981 and uh, our memories of the '80s. We had some great callers. I want to thank. Gina Marie Scorsone. I want to. I want to thank Bridget McKenna. I want to. I want to thank um, uh, George Rother, Movie Guy, twenty four seven. 
our friend Magic Mike, who is our engineer this evening, is also part of our show. Um, we've had a great show. It's been a fun night. One piece was missing. My co-host, Lillian Narodowski. Where is Lillian? I should have started having a contest, Mike. You know, like guessing how many jelly beans are in the jar. We're going to have a contest. Where is Lillian um, <laughs> this evening? Every yeah. time she's not here, that's the contest we're going to have. Um, so get ready, Lil. We're going to put you on the spot. You've got to give away some kind of a prize. You can figure it out. Um, but I want to invite everyone to check out our webpage at chriskellyfromadystv.com. You can also find us on YouTube. You can find us on uh, Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And you can find us on Snapchat. Um, what else am I forgetting here? Um, How about I got one. How about check Instagram. out totallydrivenTV.com. <laughs> How about that? Get driven, stay driven. Where you can, where you can find, uh, you know, all your favorite shows. Of course, this show, and uh, then also check us out on Spreaker, uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. <laughs> uh, of course, right now here on Blog Talk. And if you miss any episodes, you you can always relive them. I mean, wow, you guys are up to twenty one. I bow down to both of you. You guys are doing a great job. So thank you. Let, let's let's plug Mike and, and Bay as well. So the whole network that we are on is Total Driven uh, Entertainment Radio, and our friend Bay Ragney, uh, his show comes on Thursday nights from eight to eleven. Um, check him out on the same link every Thursday night. And Mike, give a plug to your show here. Um, thanks for being part gonna, of the we show. Gotta give, we got to mm-hmm. hey, we got to give a plug to Bay Show, which is Totally Driven, and then he mm-hmm. does uh, Totally Driven Rocks. That's on. Sunday mm-hmm. night. That's I want to rock. Boom, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Sunday night at eight eight o'clock on the network. And also, my show is Pro Wrestling Now with Magic Mike Ferrara. Wednesdays at eight o'clock, Hump Day, eight o'clock, and uh, that's what we got going. That's what we got going on. But I do want to give a shout out to Bay Ragney, and I want to tell him that we love him and we're behind him a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Faye's going through some uh, something personal right now. <laughs> I was but just going to leave it at that. But yeah, we all got we, we yeah. got Bay. Keep your thoughts for our friend Bay. Um, Bay's all right. He's just going through something um, out of his out of nothing internal. Something just something he's going through, and uh, just keep him in your prayers. Um, but listen to him on two Thursday night. Check him out. On uh, Total Driven Radio, check out Magic Mike as well uh, this week. And um, again, tune in and follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Chris Kelly from Eighties TV. All right, guys. Before I go, one more thing: you can take someone out of the Eighties, but don't forget this, Mike. You can't take the Eighties out of anyone. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a great February twentieth. Enjoy your evening, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.